Good afternoon, everybody. I hope you had a great Sunday service or you're at service right now or this evening you're going to have service in your community. I pray that everyone is receiving the word according to the will of the Father in heaven and the Holy Spirit is leading and guiding your heart to continue seeking Christ and sharing it with those around you that you love and those that you don't love and don't know. Today, I want to invite all of you guys um, in this reading in the book of Jonah. I want to start from chapter 1. I invite the audience that has been here, but also my new audience. God bless you all. The UCN group. I know you guys are tuned in. I thank you for tuning in. This is an exciting subject. and There are some things that we'll be talking about coming this week that are going to relate kind of to Jonah. Um, so let's get into it now. Okay, and I pray that um, you receive this word from the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry out against it, for their wickedness has come upon, come up before me. So Nineveh was a wicked place, a place that didn't love God, didn't obey God. Kind of like we, um, you know, Sodom and Gomorrah, kind of like that, right? But Jonah arose to flee to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. He went down to Joppa and found a ship going to Tarshish, so he paid the fare and went down into it to go with them to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. He's running from God here, okay? He's running from the authority. He's hiding from the one that's in charge of his life, the one that has given him the gifts that he carries. Here we go. But the Lord sent out a great wind on the sea, and there was a mighty tempest on the sea, so that the ship was about to be broken up. And the mariners, the guys on board, right, the sailors, were afraid. And every man cried out to his God and threw the cargo that was in the ship into the sea to lighten the load. And this part here, I like. I want you to keep your eyes, I mean, your, yeah, your eyes and your ears open as you read it and listen. That on verse 5 and continuing on starts telling us how these men that were on the boat with, with Jonah, Jonah believed in the Almighty. Um, he was running from the Lord. These men did not. They had other gods. As it said, every man cried out to his God and threw the cargo that was in the ship into the sea to lighten the load. And they do that because, you know, uh, they could stay afloat. They're afraid of sinking. But Jonah had gone down into the lowest parts of the ship and laid down. He laid down to sleep, had lain down and was fast asleep. Fast asleep. Okay, there's no worries in Jonah's heart, of the f boat flipping over or uh, um, taking in water and sinking. None whatsoever, but why? Okay, so the captain came to him and said to him, What do you mean, sleeper? Arise, call on your God. Perhaps your God will consider us so that we may not perish. And they said to one another, Come, let us cast lots that we may know for whose cause this trouble has come upon us. They want to know whose fault is this? Who did this? Who angered their God? So they cast lots and the lot fell on Jonah. There was no escaping. No matter what he did here, already at this point, right here was showing him, you ain't getting away with it. There's a storm outside. You know who it is. And now these men that do not know the Almighty, okay, but the Almighty knows them, does not know the Almighty, had casted lots to find out who was at fault. And here Jonah' name came up. The lot fell on Jonah, and they said to him, Please tell us, for whose cause is this trouble upon us? 
What is your occupation and where do you come from? What is your country and of what people are you? So he said to them, I am a Hebrew and I fear the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the sea and the dry land. Then the men were exceedingly afraid and said to him, why, why have you done this? For the men knew that he fled from the presence of the Lord because he had told them. Then they said to him, What shall we do to you that the sea may come for us? For the sea was growing more tempestuous. And he said to them, Pick me up and throw me into the sea. Then the sea will become calm for you. Even a, a point of, of, of he wants to die. No, he's not going to Nineveh. He couldn't stand in people. He, they were wicked. He, he said, No, I, I'm not going. He refused to go. Here he runs away, gets on this ship, and he causes this storm. Not, not that he caused it, but God is telling him, no, I'm on you. I'm on. I am on you. You can't run away from me. And he knows this. He knows it's the Almighty. And he, or that's why he can relax, knowing that God is in control of everything. Knowing this. What else did he know? The mercy of God. Yeah, yeah. He knew the mercy of God. The forgiveness of the Father. Yes, he knew the forgiveness of the Father. So was he playing with God in a way? I think he was pushing the pushing the limits there, refusing, okay, refusing to be obedient, not understanding the reason uh, uh, clearly, clearly that God wasn't going to let him go, obviously, because right now he's saying, yo, just throw me in the water, kill me, and it'll go away, kill me and it'll go away. He's thinking God is going to kill him, but nevertheless, the men rode hard to return to the land, but they could not, for the sea continued to grow more tempestuous against them. Therefore they cried out to the Lord and said, Now listen to this. They cried out to the Lord. We pray, O Lord, please do not let us perish for this man's life and do not charge us with innocent blood. For you, O Lord, have done as it pleased you. And they saw what was going on. They could not calm the storm no matter what God they prayed to. They started praying. And I like this part because even... In the midst of a storm, even in the midst of disobedience, the presence of Jonah, the presence of God uh, uh, showing his power uh, to remind not just Jonah, but also these men were drawn, drawn to God. They've probably never ever prayed to God the Almighty before, but here they are. They cried out, we pray, O Lord, please do not let us perish for this man's life. And do not charge us where they see the power that he has to control these things, right? So, what did they do? They picked up Jonah and threw him into the sea. And the sea ceased from its raging. Then the men feared the Lord exceedingly and offered a sacrifice to the Lord and took vows. Isn't that something? Now, all these men on that boat became believers. You see, they became believers. Even at the point of disobedience, where Jonah was being disobedient to the Father, there was people that did not, that did not believe in the Almighty, now turned to the Almighty. They burnt offerings and they took vows with, for the Lord. See, in verse 17, it finished off and says, Now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow Jonah. God already knows what's going to happen. He had already prepared a great fish. He knew this was going to be. All right. So think about that. Did he allow Jonah to get on that boat so he can make those men believers? I don't know. Maybe so. Okay. 
And Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. And I will continue the rest of Jonah at another time. God bless you guys. Have a glorious Sunday. I'll catch all of you on the rebound. In Jesus' name, amen.